baby, don't pull the cork from the bottle if you don't wanna talk, wanna kiss, wanna find out, baby, what it is. What's going on in this room? All the chemistry between me and you, baby, don't, baby, don't let me linger any longer if you don't. Age King Johnson and Baby Don't, you are tuned into the Whiskey and Cigarettes Show in the company of your Cabagas Nova, Romy the Rodeo, and the Italian Dijonek. And my people, it's truly an honor and a pleasure to welcome back to the show the one and only Page King Johnson. Hey, Paige, how are you? And welcome back to the show. Thank you. I'm so happy to be back. How are you? I'm doing very, very well. And may I say even better now that I'm getting to talk to you because definitely missed you and it was great talking to you last time. So definitely very, very happy today for sure. I'm very happy camper today. Well, we had to bring the battle of the accents back to, <laughs> to the whiskey and cigarette show. So, amen to that. Yes, indeed. You 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 make a great point, and you know you are back here with a great new song and a fabulous video as well. May I add, which is of course "Baby Don't." Now, when it comes to this song, Paige, how did this song come about? Well, this song was actually the first one that I've ever recorded mm. that I was not a writer on myself, which mm. um, 
you know, was kind of new for me and I was a little scared about it to begin with just because um, I pride myself so much on being a songwriter and I've been a writer on all of my songs in the past, but um, I've always been the proponent of the best song wins, no matter if I was a part of it or whether it was written by another group of talented songwriters and this one uh was indeed it was written by three of my favorite uh nashville songwriter queens miss Lori mckenna and hillary lindsey and liz rose and um my friend and mentor miss pam tillis actually came across this song and she knew that i had been working on some new music over last summer and she sent it my way and she goes, Paige, I just heard this song and I immediately thought of you. She goes, you don't record this song, you're crazy. <laughs> and I thought, hmm, well maybe if Pam Phillips is telling me this, she probably knows a thing or two about music. And so um, I listened to it and fell in love with it and was able to take it into the studio and kind of make it my own. And um, it's just kind of found a life from there. Well, and it's definitely a fabulous, fabulous song indeed. And I have to also add, you know, I couldn't but, but admire, you know, obviously the um, the photos, or should we say the, the cover art for this single of yours. Now, I have to ask, because this is often the case when folks do, you know, photos and stuff in certain locations where it seems like it's super warm, but it's actually freezing cold, or it's supposed to be cold, it's actually super warm. What, where were you when it came to the, the when it came to the photo shoot, and what was the weather like? It was actually very warm. It looked just as good as it, it, it or it felt as good as it looks in the photo. Um, it was taken, I guess, it was probably right around uh, the beginning of September, and it was in Nashville, so it was very warm. You know, typical, still getting summer weather um, down south and. We were able to just find a creek nearby in Nashville, and we were sloshing around in it all afternoon, and we had a good time. <laughs> well, it definitely looks like it for sure. And here's actually the thing, because, you know, as, and I'm sure I'm probably not the first person to, to mention this, you not only are you a very talented singer, you're also, you know, are blessed with great looks as well, a very good-looking girl as well. Okay. Now, what I'm, what I'm wondering is, in your mind, how important are looks in today's music? Well, I mean, obviously, people love to have singers and artists or, you know, whether they're movie stars or whoever it is they're looking up, up to. Obviously, you know, pleasant-looking people mm -hmm. are good to look at but I mean in this day and age especially and I'm so grateful in the past few years that you know body image and and you know personal image in itself and everything has been a bigger topic of conversation and things that are talked about a lot more mm -hmm. which I so appreciate because you know for so long and I, you know I hate to always you know say back in the day but you know <laughs> a, a few years ago I feel like the typical image for an artist or for a, an actress or an actor or whoever it may be that's in the spotlight a lot was very trimmed down and it was just, you know, a one-way kind of thing. You had to look like this or you couldn't fit in. Mm -hmm. And I'm so grateful that, you know, in this day and age that there's such a different array of people and the way that they look and the way that they dress and the way that they sound and where they come from. And I just, I really appreciate that. And so, um, 
you know, I think being pretty or being, um, you know, looking good has the whole definition of that has changed and is so much further reaching for people now. And I'm so glad for that. Very, very well said indeed. And, you know, when it actually comes, you know, to the way you kind of present yourself, you know, from an aesthetic point of view, is that all you or do you also have folks, you know, kind of behind the scenes saying, I think you should wear this or I think you should wear that. I mean, are you given freedom to wear what you want to wear? Um, absolutely. I mean, I, at the end of the day, I get to, you know, take control of my career and everything else. But I would not look half as good as I do most of the time without my team behind me. And thankfully, I have a couple of ladies that I can call on that have helped me over the past few years with wardrobe and with hair and makeup and styling and everything because if it were up to me I would show up in the same pair of blue jeans and a nice comfy like white v-neck t-shirt all the time so (laughs) I have to give my credit to where the credit is due Well, well played. But hey, you know, as I said, I think you could definitely rock a pair of jeans in the V-neck anyway. You still look great in that too. But uh, And, you know, not only are you a beautiful woman, you are also a very brainy one at that because I know that you have also been recently studying music business at college. And what I'm curious is, from what you've studied so far and you've learned so far, how do you feel that in your mind the business model has changed when it comes to music? Um, I feel like so I graduated college in 2018, and so it hasn't been too far since mm-hmm. that I have, you know, been out in the real world just trying to live life. But, um, you know, over my three and a half years that I spent in college and then now um, my three-plus years of being out of college, I feel like even then the music industry has kind of changed a little bit. Um Obviously, I kind of stay focused in country music and in that whole world, but I think in general overall, um, within a genre, the pendulum kind of swings back and forth and trends come and go. And um, so for myself in country, I feel like I have focused a lot on the songwriting Mm -hmm. um, mostly and what is popular at the time and how things have you know, evolved. And I feel like whenever I started and when I moved to Nashville, we were still kind of in the the bro country, as people call it, that phase. Um, And then it still stayed in that and started to bring in some more pop country kind of um, ideals. And then I feel like over the past two or three years, um, the whole 90s country feel has kind of come back again. And, you know, the cow, the theme of the cowboys and all that kind of stuff, which I'm grateful for because that's my bread and butter, as I would say. That's what I love. I, I grew up in the 90s and I loved listening to those artists. And then I also, like we talked before, I grew up listening to a lot of classic country music. And I feel like a lot of those sounds from classic country are starting to come back in and a lot of those ways of writing songs and everything that kind of came along with that is starting to make it come back and I'm so so grateful for that 
I'm definitely very happy that the whole traditional side of country is definitely coming back. You know, I love it myself. And but and speaking actually of changing trends, you know, you mentioned, of course, your love of the country music from the 90s. You know, as, of course, things progressed, we saw a lot of artists transition from country to, say, pop. Like case in point, you know, I think of people like Taylor Swift or even Marin Morris, who's kind of has a foot in pop and a foot in country or even um, mm-hmm. or even Casey Musgraves who these days some people don't even consider country these days. Now, when it comes to you, would you ever see yourself making that transition or, or is it not something that you're interested in and you're just happy, should we say, staying within the country genre? I mean, you never say never, right? Mm, right. And um, I'm always appreciative of any kind of opportunity that I get within my artistry, whatever that looks like. And... Um, I'm very deeply rooted in country music. Obviously, people listen to three words that I say, and they can just take me as coming <laughs> from the boondocks. But, um, <laughs> I, uh, you know, it seems like we, we were talking about changing trends and all that kind of stuff, and also feel like over the past few years, as pop country may have lost a little bit of its fame and and everything I feel like country artists crossing over into pop has become a more prominent thing and that comes with collaborations and duets with pop artists or pop artists crossing over into the country world with duets with country artists and um, some people consider that you know oh so and so is selling out because they aren't working in country music and so they decided to go over to pop music but you know, as a businesswoman and somebody who studied music business, I think it's a really smart move because you're not limiting yourself to just people who listen to country music and listen to country radio, but, you know, you're opening up this whole new door for completely new artists or, 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 and new people to listen to you. And, um, you know, they might find that they start liking you whenever you're on this, you know, pop-leaning, semi-country radio single that's playing but then they're opened up to your whole your whole plethora of songs and all your albums and everything else and they might fall in love with country because of you because they heard you on pop radio singing with a pop singer and so um you know you never say never i feel like if the right opportunity came along um i would enjoy it why? Very much. I think that's a very good point because I think to myself, you know, I know there's so many people who love Taylor, for example, either because during her early country days or because of what she's doing today, or even going further back, people like Shania Twain, who was very much, I think, a well-rounded artist in the sense that she had country music fans and she had pop music fans and she was able to kind of make it all work. Probably, I think, maybe Shania had it maybe in inverted commas easier because she didn't get yelled at for, for kind of betraying country music, unlike Taylor did, because I know Taylor right. was given quite the rough end of the stick when it came to should we say her seemingly betraying country music but uh but uh but i agree with you i think it's great to you know to open yourself up up to another group of listeners indeed now here's a curious question for you as i'm sure you know disney these days pretty much owns everything be it marvel or be it disney or be it star wars or be it the simpsons if you could be in a disney property is there one you would like to appear in, either have a song of yours there or actually, you should say, as an, even as an actress, would you, is, there, is there one that you would like to uh, be featured in? That's so 
hard. I mean, obviously, as a little girl, I grew up watching all the Disney, you know, princess movies. I was never a kid who really got into whole, the whole Marvel side okay. of things. But your girl loves a good trip to Disney World and just riding all the rides. And I feel like it's always so cool whenever um, there were rides that were themed after a certain character or a certain you know, story or whatever that is. So I feel like it would be a dream come true just because I've always been a person who loves thrills and loves roller coasters to have like a roller coaster in Disney World or Disneyland named after me because of some other collaboration that I had done with Disney. I feel like I would, I would feel like I had made it at that point well you know what here's definitely to the the page king johnson roller coaster i'm getting right right behind yeah. it because the name is you know you're, you i think you're also great because the name is so memorable and it sticks with you you have a very memorable name page so i think that's definitely something that's Aww. very marketable indeed if i may say so and you know and the lady behind that name is you know incredibly a wonderful a wonderful lady indeed so i think uh, here's crossing fingers for you indeed and uh, when it comes now to 2022 you know you, you and i talk about this a little bit off air what does 2022 hold for you a lot of things i mean hopefully you never know in this day and age you truly never know what's going to happen but um i know we talked before that i spent a lot of my 2020 whenever i was off the road writing a lot of songs mm-hmm. because i had plenty of time to be home and um you know at that point we had a lot of that were built up about all kinds of things. And so um, I ended up writing some of my favorite songs in 2020. And in 2021, I was able to get into the studio and get them all down um, and kind of tweak them and make them my own even more and bring them to life. And so uh, this year is hopefully the year that they finally get to see the light of day other than just my little laptop playing for me. And so... uh, (laughs) There's definitely some plans for some new music and some more projects coming. Um, you know, I always hate it when artists are like, you know, we have big plans for this year. Stay tuned. But it really is. Um, it's the truth. And all of us say things like that all the time because we work so hard and we plan so far out for everything. And um, there's always the, the buildup of excitement. So there is a lot of new music hopefully coming out this year. Well, yeah, you definitely have to keep the hype going. I definitely agree. There's another, <laughs> you know, see more more marketing suggestions here from, from Paige King Johnson herself. It's all about keeping that hype going, folks. You can put out, stay tuned, and maybe behind the scenes, like, what the hell are we going to bring them? We just have to tell them that something's coming. <laughs> but, but, but I think that's, a, that's a very, very well, well said indeed, Paige. And, you know, uh, just like you did last time here on the show, to give a friendly reminder to those who want to find out more about you and your music, where can we send these folks to? Um, on, I'm on Facebook and Instagram and even sometimes on TikTok. Uh, all of those are just Paige King Johnson and my website, which has all of my tour dates and music updates, as well as my merch. Uh, that is just pagekingjohnson.com. Perfect. Well, folks, definitely be sure to check out Paige and the wonderful things that she does, because they are indeed wonderful. And speaking of great things, Paige, we're going to be going into another great, great song of yours, which will be Just Like You. And when it comes to this one, any stories behind this one? 
This song was, uh, I wrote it with a friend of mine that I went to college with in Nashville, and this was the first love song that I had ever written for anybody, which was scary as heck. <laughs> and, um, it, but it came out so easily, and it was because it was, you know, the whole song is true, and it's my, my story, and, um, we ended up, I ended up falling in love with the song and took it into the studio and it was a very easy song to kind of, um, you know, put down on a track and um, it ended up becoming my last single and was a lot of fun to kind of see that through and uh, the, the real life part of it behind it is that the boy that I wrote it about, he proposed in... 2020 and we're actually getting married in just a couple of months which is crazy to think that you know along with the life of the song has also come this this life in my relationship and it's oh wow well congratulations thank you so much <laughs> that's awesome that's what is wonderful you know to hear that he's making an honest woman out of you i'm very happy to hear that <laughs> <laughs> awesome. he did that <laughs> that, is, that is fantastic fantastic well some some great great news um, you know to start us off here when it comes to you for 2022 indeed page well we're gonna be getting into this great song this will be page king johnson and just like you page of course i wanted to once again thank you so so much for the time i truly appreciate it congratulations once once again for your engagement and uh, definitely all the very best for your career and all the very best very best for 2022 Thank you so much. And right back at you. Well, thank you. Well, my people, you heard it from Paige King Johnson. Be sure to check her out if you've yet to do so. She is definitely worth your time. Here's another great song of hers. This will be Just Like You. You are tuned into the Whiskey and Cigarettes show with your Italian Dijonek. We'll be right back after this. Just like a man To forget every birthday And leave you hanging on the line Wondering if he's gonna say I love you Ain't it just like a man To show up late to the party Expecting you'll be ready to leave on his arm soon but ain't it just like you coming in from a long, hard day? Dirty hands wrapping around my waist. Baby, tell me what's happened since I left this morning. And ain't it just like you to be so patient? Even when I'm driving you crazy to know what I want to say before I think of Just like me To make a mess of everything Falling apart to see how far you'll go to fix it And ain't just like me To ask you to up and leave Your job and your mom for a new hometown Just cause I'm in Hey 
Morning.